Hey guys, Pastor Jurgen here. I'm so glad you're tuning into one of our powerful messages that is guaranteed to absolutely elevate your life to another level. At Awaken, we only want to preach fresh, real, powerful to help you grow stronger in your walk with God, develop your faith so you can take more territory. I'm praying that God blesses you and enriches your soul as you listen to this amazing word from God. God bless you. You guys are in for a treat this morning. We are going to have a cherished three by ten. And you guys are... I'm excited because three, these three ladies that are going to be sharing, each of them have been pillars. Them and their husbands have been pillars in this church uh, of, with East Campus and El Cajon Campus from the beginning. They have partnered with Michael and I in, in running teams and looking after people. And usually you may not see them on the stage because they're running things like the production team, the worship team, and Kids Church. So I'm excited that they get to come on this platform and share their wisdom with you this morning. So I'm going to introduce each one of them, and then they're going to come up one after another. So first up, we have Kayla Turner. Amazing woman of God, married to Sir William Turner, the pirate. (laughs) But, you know, the Turners, you guys have been so faithful. You've been at the church probably as long as us or longer or a long time. You guys have been... Um, attached to this house of God. It, it, in your seasons of ups and downs, you've always been faithful to God and in, in serving God's house. And to see where you guys are now, it's just so beautiful to watch. And Kayla, you have so much wisdom on the inside of you. I'm excited that you said yes to taking the mic today to share with us all what you have on the inside of you. So she's going to crush it. And then second up, we have Mandy Van Tassel. Married to the amazing Jared, who you see up on the keys. And um, Mandy, you just, uh, I just so admire you. It's like you carry a quiet strength. And you're, you're the friend that everyone needs to have. Like when they, when they need help getting through something, you need a Mandy alongside of you. She brings encouragement, wisdom, strength. And I'm just so proud of you. And uh, you're going to love what she's going to share on today. And then last but not least, we have Mercy Macon coming up. And the Macons are walking in their miracle season right now. Yeah. They're expecting their baby boy in about a month and a half. A baby that we as a church has been, have been praying and believing for for many years. So this, you're, this is unlocking something for you guys that, that this breakthrough is coming and, and miracles are going to start flowing from you guys into others because of this miracle baby that you're having. And we love you so much. We all feel like we, we have this baby because we feel like it's all our miracle because <laughs> we've been with you with it. So you're going to love it. Mercy say. All right, let's not waste any more time. So Kayla, Kayla Turner, will you come and share with us this morning? We love you. Hello, hello. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) So before I begin, I want to honor Pastor Jurgen and Leanne, and I just want to just honor them for their yes, because we get to be here because of that unshakable faith that they have. And then I want to honor Pastor Michael and Lisa, and um, I've said it before, and I'm just going to keep saying it, but you guys are the absolute definition of leadership, 
and it is a privilege and an honor to partner with you guys, and just, uh, I just cherish your guys' friendship, too, and everything that we've gone through, and so thank you. I want to honor my husband. <laughs> my life is full of joy and laughter and tears from laughter because of you, and I just thank God that I get to do this life with you. Love you. And then thank you, worship, production. You guys can go ahead. You guys can all take a seat. So we're coming to the season of a Cherish Conference. And um, when Lisa reached out, it was actually a privilege to share some um, battles that I've gone through. And I feel like it can really help some men and women, especially coming into um, a season of socializing. Um, especially, not just the conferences, but shows and, and all that is coming up too. Um, the spirit of comparison. It's, it's something that I didn't even realize I was battling. And it's, it's a sneaky one. You know, you, you sit here and you, you look at a friend or another person and you're like, oh, I like how she does her hair. Or I wish my hair would do that. Or I wish I dressed like that. Or I wish my body looked like that. Or I wish I had that confidence or could speak like that, pray like that. That's one. And all I was doing, though, when I did that is I was creating openings for the enemy to create a spirit of comparison. Because let me tell you, there is a difference between admiring somebody's qualities and wishing they were yours. Because they're not yours. They're not meant to be yours. They are that person's. In Genesis 1.27, God specifically says he created you in his image. Not your neighbors, not the person sitting in front of you, not the person sitting next to you. He created you in his image. He then went forward and said in Psalms 139.14, wonderfully and fearfully, he made you. And that's so true because you are something to somebody else that is needed. You know, that's something that I had to struggle with. You know, I am, I am, <laughs> I'm a t-shirts and jeans kind of girl. I'm telling you. My feet, y'all, they're killing me. This is a lot. <laughs> I like my jeans and t-shirts. I like my flip-flops. I am very brash. I am a rough around the edges kind of gal. Like, you, you want that friend that's not going to sugarcoat it, not going to tell you what you want to hear? That's me. I will give it to you straight. So, you want a friend that cusses like a sailor? It happens. I'm sorry. God and I are working on it. So, but it happens. But it doesn't make me less than anybody else. It doesn't make me worthless. It doesn't mean I don't bring value to anything. It doesn't mean that I, am, I have nothing to give to anybody or that I can't impact somebody's life with those rough edges. Because... What if somebody needs that? What if somebody needs somebody who doesn't have it all together? <laughs> they need somebody to come alongside them and go through the valley with them and not feel like, oh, they're doing it so much better than me. Why am I not getting that result? 
Why am I not that? Well, so what? You're going to get there. You're going to get to the mountaintop. You know what God says? He says, just ask. Don't compete. Don't compare. That's not what he says in the scripture. He says, ask. And that's what you need to do. You need to ask God to reveal to you, what are my qualities? What am I bringing? What relationships am I impacting? What relationships are impacting me? Because we all have a purpose. We do. I I promise you. It's literally in his word. It says, Ephesians 2.10, for we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. He then went forth in Jeremiah 29, 11, said he had plans for us to prosper, to give us hope for a future, not to harm us. Do you think if you're sitting there comparing yourself to somebody else that you're living a life of joy and hope and prosper? No, you're selling yourself short. When I was going through this, I didn't even realize it. It was a sneak attack. Little things were feeding the enemy his his little foothold. Until 2019 hit and I went into a complete year of isolation. Oh, I was showing up. I was. I was here. I was happy. I was playing the role. And I played it well. I literally had a saying during that year that I put myself under, and I said, there are three different Kaylas you're going to get. It just depended on who you were, who you were going to receive. That's not okay. That's a lot of work. I mean, come on. (laughs) So why not just be you? You are good enough. And in that... You carry a burden that opens you up to isolation. And I'm telling you, with a spirit of comparison, there is a spirit of isolation that can come alongside it. And God says in Genesis that we are not meant to do life alone. We are meant to do life in a community. We are meant to do life with the friends next to us. We are meant to do life with the person in the grocery store who had a really bad day. And by you having a really bad day too, you can come alongside each other and make it a good day. You know what I mean? And so it's just, it's something that the enemy really, really tried to grip me with. And he did for a year. He did. I was a great actress, you guys. It was good. Not going for a career in it though. (laughs) Too much work. Um, (laughs) I've got three kids, y'all. But since I have said, I just don't care what people think anymore. I only care what he thinks. Wow, what a weight. What a place, what a burden to lay down. And since then, my relationships have flourished. My family life has flourished. My marriage has flourished. My relationship with my daughter that was on the hinges last year flourished. Because if I'm not giving her the real me, you're not getting anywhere with your kids, you guys. So 
I just want to encourage you guys to really look within you. Really do a self-evaluation. When you're saying, I wish this or I wish that, are you actually being grateful or thankful for that person's quality and admiring it? Or are you taking it on as a lacking within yourself? And be firm in your evaluation. Because like I said, that's a sneaky one. So be truly aware. And with that, I want to actually share a scripture with you that I found. And I actually read it in multiple versions. And Amplified Version was the best one. And it just shows us that the enemy is relentless. And we need to be vigilant. Be sober, well-balanced, and self-disciplined. Be alert and cautious at all times. That enemy of yours, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, fiercely hungry, seeking someone to devour, but resist him. Be firm in your faith against his attack, rooted, established, immovable, knowing that the same experiences of suffering are being experienced by your brothers and your sisters throughout the world. You do not suffer alone. After you have suffered for a little while, the God of all grace who imparts his blessing and favor, who called you to his own eternal glory in Christ, will himself complete, confirm, strengthen, and establish you, making you what you ought to be. You, not somebody else, you. Be aware. And I just want to encourage you guys, you never know. Everybody thought I had it together, but I didn't. So don't hesitate to come alongside somebody else just because they dress a different way, act a different way. They need something from you, and you need something from them. And don't be scared of that. So if everybody could stand to their feet, I'd like to pray, everybody. Father God, I just thank you. I thank you that right now that everybody is getting a revelation, Lord, in their hearts, just revealing to them that things of the flesh Father God, that we don't have to carry, we don't have to live with, Father God, that right now, that we will just release those comparisons, Lord, that we will find value in ourselves, God, that we will see the gold that you created us to have, Lord, and that we will expand on that. I thank you for the courage and the confidence that you're giving each and every person to step out of what society says that you have to do or you have to be, God, and that they will just see you and focus on you, Father God. And I just thank you that you created us fearfully and wonderfully, and I just thank you for being your amazing and faithful Father. And in Jesus' name I pray, amen. Please welcome my beautiful friend, Mandy. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I said it before, but you may be small, but girl, you are mighty. I love my little ginger spice. She's the best. <laughs> oh, man. I just want to take a second and you guys can sit. Take a second and honor Pastor Jurgen and Leanne for this place, this church. It's truly transforming just our lives, our marriage, our family, and I know that's the testimony of so many others, and specifically to you guys. We love you. 
We are so grateful to be under your leadership and the way that you speak and you minister to me and Jared specifically is just, it's, it's perfect. So thank you. Mr. Man, you know I love you, but you'll make me cry, so. <laughs> the title of my message is The Label You Live Under. In our lives, there are titles that God gives us. There's titles that your friends give you. There's titles that you take on from this world. And it's up to us to actually decide which label you get to live under. In preparing for this message, God really challenged me with a few questions that I'm going to pass over to you as well. Do you think that God made a mistake when he made you? Do you think the qualities you carry were given to you in error? Do you think the man-given labels are more important than the labels that God gave you? To be honest, I sat under these. I've sat under them for years. And it wasn't until recently that I realized the reason God made me the way that I am is for a specific purpose. And I shared this in the first service, um, and I called out Pastor Jake, not on cue, but he does this every time. I looked up the definition of masterpiece, and to be honest, I was expecting I was going to get this revelation, and it was going to download this message to me, but it didn't. <laughs> but I'm going to share it to, with you anyway. Masterpiece is a work done with extraordinary skill. And since I didn't get anything out of that, I decided to look up the synonyms. <laughs> and the words that I got were prize, jewel, treasure, masterwork, showpiece, and classic. In Ephesians 2.10, there's a theme here if you guys haven't noticed. I'm going to substitute workmanship, and I'm going to replace it with masterpiece. It says, for we are his masterpiece. We are created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared for us beforehand that we should be able to walk in them. In 2018, it was my first ever church conference. Jared and I had been attending the church for a couple years, and to be honest, I didn't ever want to go. Being in a room with over a thousand women stranded for three days sounded awful to me. And if you know me like you guys do, you're laughing because you know it's true. I obviously got over that and I ended up going, but I had every excuse to avoid sessions. I didn't take time off of work, and I ended up working from the hotel room all day on Friday, missed every session. Um, and I'm going to call you out because you weren't here. Jean Kaiser, I really appreciate you. She was my roommate. We actually shared a bed. We had just met, I don't know, three weeks beforehand. It was really weird. But Jean, you were so supportive and so wonderful. And if you don't know Jean, she's an amazing mom. She's an amazing wife. She's an amazing friend. The way you supported me and the words you spoke over me were truly impacting my world like you wouldn't have ever known. So thank you. Ooh. 
here we go. I had a hard time letting God fully do what he wanted to in my life because I was living under those questions. God made me to have qualities that I didn't share with my closest friends. He made qualities in me that I didn't share with my husband. He made me reserved. He made me quiet. But he also gave me extroverted friends and an extroverted husband because all of my extroverts need their introvert. (laughs) It's actually what makes our relationship so compatible. In this cherish, I also learned that I am an overcomer. I can do hard things. I can be stranded for three days. I can step outside my comfort zone and let God work. So if you are like me and you've sat under a question of, oh, why do I have to do this? It's probably because God wants to do something through you. And if you're sitting under labels that aren't life-giving, they're not from God. So step out under, from under those and let God do his work. Because in Ephesians 2.10, he created us to do good works. We all know that God gave us unique traits. They're specific to us, our relationships, our careers, our everyday life. And specifically for me and my marriage, he gave me the spirit of peace. If you know my husband, he can get a little rowdy. And we have two little girls that also carry that spirit. (laughs) So if you can imagine the three of them together, our house can be loud. (laughs) When mom walks in, I know I can shift the atmosphere. God gave me that peace in order to overcome the chaos. (laughs) Love you, babe. Um, At this cherish, I also learned that it's bigger than me. It's bigger than my insecurities. It's bigger than the labels that I was carrying. And some of you might be sitting under there. But just like God told me, you don't have to walk out of this church the same way you walked in. You don't have to walk out of this church the same way you walked in. So if you're carrying something, I want to encourage you. God wants to do a work with you. If there's labels that, again, are not life-giving, they're not from God. Some of these that I was sitting under, and not all of them are bad, were wife, mother, athletic, I was a bully, sarcastic, timid, wishy-washy, my yeses weren't always yes and my noes weren't always no, I was depressed, I am hardworking, I am an introvert, I felt unworthiness, and I sat under being fearful. Are any of these sitting with you? What are the labels that you're sitting under? And if there is something that God is putting on your heart, just know he will show up for you in a way that he did for me in 2018 and all the years after. He can do a shift that you won't even know. But that Holy Spirit moment that I experienced in 2018, he actually spoke to me and he said, there are labels and this is what I have called you. He has called me a wife. 
He has called me a mother. He has made me athletic and strong. He has made me courageous. He has made me hardworking. He has called me to be an encourager. He has made me bold. And this one, he's still working through me. So just, he's made me bold. He has made me a leader. And these labels, I encourage you also to get in the word because these labels are also in the word and they prove point every single time. Also the synonyms, I am a prize, I am a jewel, I am a treasure, and I am his masterpiece. Proverbs 3.15 says, she is more precious than rubies, and all the things you may desire cannot compare with her. Proverbs 31.25, strength and honor are her clothing. She shall rejoice in time to come. Psalm 139.14, I will praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Joshua 1.9, have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged for the Lord your God is with you. 1 Thessalonians 5.11, therefore encourage one another and build each other up just as in fact you are doing. So I'm gonna ask you guys to stand. I'm gonna let the Holy Spirit work. If there's something that God just downloaded to you, a label, a word, a question that you're sitting under, right now I'm just gonna let him minister you to you and then I'm gonna pray. Thank you, Jesus. God, I thank you for every person in this room. I thank you for my friends here. I thank you for highlighting those labels. And I thank you... Uh, that you will do a new work within them. Right now, I cancel the plan of the enemy, any lies or words that aren't from you. I thank you for calling us to be above only and not beneath, to be the head and not the tail. Thank you for calling us yours. I pray that we don't walk out of this room the same way we walk in, and we thank you for your restoration and healing. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, Mercy, you're up. Happy Sunday, 11 a.m. service. All right. So every time I have the honor of being up here, I just can't believe that I get to do this. So I want to thank Pastor Jurgen and Pastor Leanne for building this church and allowing people like you and I to share what God has done in our lives. And Pastors Michael and Lisa, thank you for walking alongside David and I for the last five years and just continuing to pull out the gold in us as we grow in this space. We love you guys. So I'm going to start off with a little fun fact about myself. I actually really love art, so I appreciated Pastor Lisa's um, art history communion message today. On my dad's side of the family, um, we have a bunch of talented artists. My great uncle was actually a really gifted artist. My dad's brother has done artwork all over San Diego. And my little brother is actually pretty creative himself. And me, I'm not so bad. <laughs> I actually spent a lot of my teenage years and early 20s um, doing a lot of artwork. 
And um, when Leanna was growing up, when she was young, we used to spend a lot of our mornings um, worship painting. We would put worship music on and we would come up with these masterpieces. And you know, my go-to was always things like flowers and nature, all the girly things. And something that I didn't, well, I always knew, but didn't really think about deeply until my husband reminded me, was that every paintbrush that I used was different. Um, they each all had a different purpose for what I was trying to do. You know, there's the um, liner brushes that are great for small details, the brush, the angles, um, the brushes that are good for angles, and the fan brushes that are good for like textures and special effects. And then you got the round brushes that are good for like covering large areas. And it made me think of each of us as the body of Christ. Each one of us has a purpose that's different and unique, unlike anyone else, unlike any other. In Jeremiah 1.5, it says, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. So before we were even formed, God had set us apart. He already had a plan for our purpose and who we would be here on this earth. So just like each of those paintbrushes that I mentioned, we are created differently, but in his image. We all have a unique calling and purpose here in the kingdom. Some of us serve in kids' church. Some of us back in cafe, up here on the worship team. And we all get to run in our own lanes. And so today, like, my hope is that each of you will think about it and embrace and accept the way God created you your uniqueness, and you will love that God actually set you apart for a certain purpose here, and you will have gratitude for the way he created you. So like the way you look, the way you talk, your interests, your hobbies, and your giftings that God uses to expand his kingdom. So like not everyone would be up here wearing Crocs today, but I am, because this is the lane that I'm running in. So I want to share a little testimony about you, about myself. And so a couple years ago, I actually went through a really rough season and I stopped embracing my uniqueness and the way God created me. I had um, seeds of comparison sown into my heart that started to grow and it actually completely threw me off path. Um, I actually battled in that season a little longer than I wanted to. It lasted a little longer than I wanted to. Um, and during that time, I started questioning my purpose, my calling, and I even started questioning my role in this house, and I started to compare. And, you know, the enemy, he will use situations to lie to us, and if we're not guarding our hearts, he will have us out here questioning ourselves. He will have us out here looking crazy, trying to be someone else. And it kind of reminds me of in the Bible when Saul, um, when David put on Saul's armor that wasn't fit for him. And so David took that off and said, like, I can't, I cannot go in these. And he took them off. And so we will go around trying to wear someone else's armor or an armor not fit for us if we're looking to the left and looking to the right. And then we will end up not walking out the, the purpose that God has called us to. And, you know, I'm not talking about, like, the, 
the change, the way God changes us and molds us. I'm trying, I'm talking about like when we try to fit into a lane that's not made for us. And when we get twisted up in that comparison and looking to the left and looking to the right and we get distracted, one of the things that can be affected is friendships. And with Cherish Conference coming up, and I know we just had emerge nights for the guys, like I wanna touch base on this because I feel that it's a subject that a lot of us um, struggle with. I, I know men struggle with it as well. And I really feel between Mandy and Kayla sharing their heart on this that I know there's a lot of people in here that struggle the same. And so comparing and not accepting who God created us to be will keep us from having those fruitful relationships that God has for us. And it will keep us, like I said, from attending things like Cherish, like Emerge, and it will keep us from life-changing encounters that God has for us. And so when I, when I started questioning, you know, that in that season, questioning myself, I almost made the decision to isolate myself. And I had to really sit with God and have him heal my heart. I had to surround myself with friends and like keep pushing, keep showing up to serve, keep showing up to connect group, keep showing up to social gatherings. I just really had to like push through all of those feelings. Um, and so I had to take a step back and like look at my life and really, really trust what his word says and to be thankful for him creating me. And so and, um, you guys, by the end of this day, you guys should know one Psalm 139, 13 to 14, because all three of us said it. And so I'm going to say it again. Um, for, you created, you, for you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. I had to believe like what that says. I had to believe that that was truth, even if I didn't feel it, and know that his works are wonderful, and that meant me, but that also means you. And I just want to take a moment to honor my husband because he's such, <laughs> he's such a great example for me. If you know David, he is not like anyone else. And you walk in your purpose. You wear what you want to wear. You say what you want to say. You break the rules if you want to break the rules. If it says no petting animals, you pet all the animals. <laughs> you feed the ducks when it says no feeding ducks. You, you truly walk out your life the way God has called you to. And that's been like the best example for me. So thank you. And so the beautiful thing also is that we've all been created uniquely, like I said, but God is still doing a work in us. And in Isaiah 64, 8, it says, but now, O Lord, you are our father. We are the clay and you are our potter and we are all the work of your hand. So while he's even created us uniquely and he set us apart, he's also molding us like clay, and that takes a willingness from us and obedience to submit to his process as we grow, as we grow in him. So I want you guys to take time to think about yourself today. What giftings, talents, uniqueness do you have? And what paintbrush are you? What is your purpose in this church, in life? 
don't allow comparison to take root and believe his word today that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. You were born for such a time as this and to be here in this house, in this community, you are needed. Be willing to allow God to mold you for what he's created you to be. And don't compare yourself and don't talk yourself out of seeing miracles in your life. I look back over the last couple years since, you know, my struggle and I've overcame it. And I look and see such a harvest of friendships in my life. And so I just want to take time to honor my friends. Um, I just had two baby showers back to back. And my friends are amazing. Um, I want to shout out just, you know, Jess Trammell, Steph Medina. <laughs> and what you guys did for me. And just to see you guys with your own giftings and talents. Um, just to see you guys take charge and plan these beautiful events. And, you know, Sarah Pereno, just, she's so quiet, but she's behind the scenes. And, you know, we even had the husbands out there in the heat of the morning, and I heard Alex was even hot gluing flowers. <laughs> Not everyone could run in that lane, guys. <laughs> but it took, it took me, like, looking back and saying, wow, like, that was one of my favorite parts was to see each and one of them run in their own lanes. They're all different. And... It's like we're this really awesome collection of paintbrushes with our own purpose, giftings, talents, with their own role, not trying to be like anyone else. And it reminded me that we're also doing that in ministry together to create the most beautiful masterpieces for God. And just like today, Mandy, Kayla sharing I seen us as three different paintbrushes up here to create a masterpiece, not just up here today, but in here at El Cajon campus. You guys are amazing. And so don't miss out on that. Don't miss out on your harvest of friendship. Don't miss out on the miracle that God has for you in this house. If it's, you know, going to cherish, going to emerge. And so what if I'm saying today moves your heart or it's relatable in any way or maybe you're struggling with comparison or wondering what your purpose is um, or even looking around thinking you don't belong here, I want you to know you do belong here. Or maybe you're having a hard time allowing God to be the potter and you the clay. I want to invite you today to surrender to him to allow him to mold you into what he's created you for. I'm going to pray for you now. Jesus, I lift up every single person here today. Every person that's walked through these doors, God, I thank you that you have a special, unique purpose and calling for their life. God, I thank you that they will look in the mirror today and be happy with what they see and they will be happy and embrace the way you've created them, that they are like no one else but themselves. God, I thank you today for the ones that are opening up their hearts to you so you can uh, be the potter and them the clay that they will be willing to be obedient and surrendering to you today, God. And thank you for speaking to each and every one of their hearts as they take off in this next season, walking out in their own lane who you created them to be. In Jesus' name. Wow, what an amazing word. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Hey, listen, for more information about our church, go to www.awakenchurch.com. 
or subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already and download our app. It is amazing. It is chock full of incredible messages, information about upcoming events, and you can even support our ministry if you feel so inclined. We loved having you with us today. We look forward to seeing you again. God bless you. Live a life that is transformative. Bye for now.